sponsored by Rode. This week on the Picture Line podcast, we're talking to interior design photographer Jessica White. But before we get to the episode, here's some things that you need to know. March has arrived, and with it, a ton of events at PictureLine. Panasonic will be in our store with the S1 and S1R full-frame cameras on March 11th. Nikon and Rode are teaming up for a video workshop on the 12th. Westcott is bringing Ian Spanier to teach about lighting on location on the 15th and 16th. And Sony Pro's Scott Robert Lim and Manny Ortiz will be here March 22nd and 23rd to talk about their work. You can get our full calendar of events and all the information and registration details that you need at PictureLine.com by clicking on the Events tab. We've got some exciting new gear at PictureLine that you can check out at PictureLine.com, including Canon's new intro full-frame mirrorless camera, the Canon EOS RP, as well as all of their new RF lenses, DJI's Osmo Pocket Mini Gimbal, and much, much more. Now on to the show. My guest this week on the Picture Line podcast is Utah-based photographer Jessica White. Jessica, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. So happy to have you here. Uh, Jessica, could you describe for me what kind of photography, what uh, styles or genres or whatever you want to call it, of photography that you sort of specialize in or prefer? Yeah, definitely. Um, I have been a wedding photographer for over, oh my goodness, 12 years. Okay. I actually started way back in the day. I started doing um, portraits, uh, newborns, seniors, a little bit of everything. And then I found real quickly that I needed to hone in on one specific genre. Mm -hmm. And that was weddings. Um, So I've been doing that for about seven years. Um, I really, really wanted to uh, specify in one area. So uh, with that said, though, over the last year or so, I've decided to branch out a little bit, uh, get creative, and um, focus in a little bit on the commercial side of things. Okay. So, and what does that cover exactly? That covers interiors. So I work mostly with interior designers and builders. Um, I also shoot product. So... Product, I would say, is closely tied to decor, home decor. You'll see a common thread with me. I absolutely love interior design. So shooting homes, shooting decor, all of that um, is just an easy, natural thing for me. Um, And then one area that I'm really wanting to focus in on is food photography, but I haven't quite got there yet, Uh so... (laughs) So that's my little area. Yeah, but you're kind of hoping it kind of moves into that. Um, I want to trace that a little bit and kind of get into your your thought process. And because it, you know, everything that you just described was a series of decisions you made. Yeah. Um, And I want to talk about how those came about because you talked about all these different ones that you shot at the beginning, like newborn and family and all these. Yes. Um, What what led you? What made you decide you wanted to specialize in specifically wedding? Okay, so I think any photographer, if they really get honest with themselves, after a while you just feel the burnout, Um, especially if you are going through like different genres you're shooting. You go from shooting a newborn one day to a wedding the next day. It really can get to be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, I was definitely feeling that burnout, and I really wanted to get – specific as to what um, I wanted to do. And so I had that crossroads probably seven or so years ago, 
um, where it was either going to be newborn photography or weddings. And those are two totally different Mm -hmm. genres. Um, Ultimately, weddings won out, and I'm super grateful for that. It's been a great journey. Yeah. Was it anything specific about weddings that won out, or did you just like it more? Well, if you think about it, newborns, uh, I don't know if you've ever shot a newborn session. Personally, no, I have not. (laughs) Um, Newborns are very, um, it's it's a hard process. They don't want their picture taken, sure. right? Yeah. And it's kind of walking on eggshells mm-hmm. and all of that um, versus a wedding. You, you're working with a couple who's in love and it's all about... Adults, presumably. Yes, <laughs> yeah. And they're <laughs> a little bit easier to work with sure. in that respect. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I'm definitely into the whole wedding uh, process and just watching couples who are in love and capturing that has just been really, really fun to capture those emotions. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's definitely been um, the reason why I focused on weddings. Yeah. So you focused on weddings for, you said seven years was was kind of the specialty for seven years. Mm -hmm. And now recently you're making this transition into commercial photography, specifically Uh interior design. Uh What sort of uh, spurred that transition? You know, to be really honest, I think it was around the time of my last child's birth, I felt physically and emotionally and mentally exhausted, and I found that I really needed to make an adjustment to my career and what I was doing. Um, Yes, I'm still shooting weddings, but I I realized very quickly that I needed to mix things up. if you're shooting only weddings, you can be shooting, I mean, 60 plus a year mm-hmm. and you're gone every weekend, gone in the evenings. Here I have a young family and it just was a decision more for just to take care of myself. So that's what initially started that decision. Yeah. But I have, like I said, this love for interior design. Um And just to be able to, you know, as an artist, to be able to, like, mix things up, start something fresh. Um, Shooting interiors is so completely different from shooting a wedding. Mm -hmm. So it really, it just, it was a nice new start for me to do something different. Does that answer the question? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, you, You just said something that sounds very obvious, which is that, shooting interiors is different from shooting weddings yes. but could you go into a little bit more detail about <laughs> how those things are different and what it takes to be a good uh interior design what, what are you looking for in good interior design photography yeah definitely you know I have people ask me that all the time in fact I had a friend the other day reach out to me on Instagram and she's like how do I get into commercial work and what do I need to know mm-hmm. and how is it different and I can tell you it is night and day different from shooting a wedding. Sure. Um, weddings are really fast paced. Uh, they are emotion driven and you have to just, you have to anticipate everything before it happens. Um, and then you go into shooting an interior and it is extremely slow paced. Mm-hmm. You're more, more often than not using a tripod. Mm-hmm. Uh, just extremely detail oriented. Not that you aren't with a wedding, but it's 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 a slow paced environment. Yeah. Um, what was your other question about? Like, what is it? What, what are you looking take? for in good interior design? Interior design. Oh, yeah. it's all about the lines, the composition, 
um, ensuring that you're getting those uh, correct um, proportions Mm -hmm. in the photo. Yeah. I think that really, really makes a difference. Whereas with, you know, wedding photography, you're not looking at if the, the walls are lined up correctly more often than not. Although I've found since shooting interiors that I am really picky about even my portrait backgrounds. And that was actually going to be, <laughs> a, I, I kind of wanted to talk about a lo- that a little bit, about um, making this transition from, from seemingly yeah. very, very dissimilar disciplines of photography Mm -hmm. you know this is something that we've talked to other photographers about that i'm always interested in is how one style of photography informs another so if you you know if you are a wedding photographer how has your fashion photography Mm -hmm. informed that if you're a landscape photographer how has your portrait you know how do those Mm -hmm. things sort of cross over and play into each other and so if those those two disciplines if those two styles of photography are so incredibly different Mm -hmm. you mentioned lines and how those play into your portraits all of a sudden um, what are some other ways that those that wouldn't necessarily make sense, um, but 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 you're seeing those those things kind of play into yeah. each other? Well, I think all of it takes an artistic eye. Um, I've had some interior designers say, "Oh, we absolutely love to hire a portrait photographer because they see interiors different mm-hmm. than a, an average like real estate photographer." Um, you know, just shooting weddings and all of the details there, that kind of gets incorporated into when I shoot an interior. I'm not just shooting the whole room, like big shots. I'm getting in in on the details. So color, um, just that artistic eye really kind of flows from one to the other. Um, I think after going through the refiner's fire of shooting weddings <laughs> and working with people, mm-hmm. you you have the ability to really go in and work with designers and, you know, builders and and different people, different personalities. So that's a little bit more like the business side of it. Um, But just having that experience shooting weddings really does help with what you would think would be so completely different, Mm -hmm. you know, going into commercial work. Um, but really, your clients are your clients, whether they are a bride or a designer or, a, you know, someone who sells a product. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Cool. Um, you talk about the, the lines and the composition being really important to um, interior design photography. Does lens, what, what role does lens choice play in that? Um, if you want to get Definitely. into the more te- technical side of it, yeah. um, that can be the answer to that question. But, you know, what is that... <laughs> What does that look like when you're deciding on your gear kind of loadout for any? Well, gear? to be honest with you, you guys here at Picture Line have been fantastic Thank for you me. For the plug. At, yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. No, honestly, because like I said, shooting interiors is a newer thing for me. I've been doing it for almost two years now. And um, the funny thing is, I remember thinking, oh, if I can shoot people, I can shoot a house. Sure. It, it doesn't move. It sits still. You know, this is <laughs> this cannot be that hard. Right. I found the more that I shoot them, the more I don't know, mm-hmm. the more I need to learn. And then I come back to Picture Line, and, and I know you didn't ask me to plug you guys in, <laughs> but I'm going to, um, just because of the knowledge you guys have. Um, and yeah, the lenses make a big difference. So my f- very first shoot that I did, um, my f- very first interior shoot was with a 24 to 70. 
I still use my 24 to 70 mm-hmm. a ton. Um, the reason for that, I love that I'm able to get the wider shots, also be able to zoom in a little bit, uh, gives me that flexibility. It doesn't give me a lot of distortion, yeah, which is really nice. Yes, yes. Which I'm always fixing things post process too, uh, working with a distortion um, there as well. One lens that I really particularly love that you guys recommended was the 14 to 24. Mm-hmm. And this is Nikon, right? Nikon, yeah. yes. Um, that one. I I love, but I'm also finding that there is a little bit of a stretching mm-hmm. effect. Yeah. So. Yeah, your 14 millimeters are pushing up against the edge. Exactly. Of territory. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it's they're all you know in specific. If I can use them in specific areas of the home, uh, you you don't want to use one lens specifically for everything. Um, but. Yeah, those are the two that I primarily use yeah. at this point. Well, what's a little bit, you mentioned uh, your your friend messaged you about getting into commercial interior. Um, what is, what's a little <laughs> bit more of that advice that you would give to someone looking to get into that? And Yeah. Yeah, let's start there because I have another <laughs> kind of add-on question, but we'll start there. Okay, so I actually told her the other day, I said, you've just got to go for it. Like, mm. honestly, um, no one is going to do it for you. And that's that. I mean, that's how I started my business in general, like 12, 15 years ago. I do you love how I don't know. I'm like, was it 12 years ago or 15 years ago? <laughs> that's all right. Long time ago. <laughs> you have to just go for it. So, like with with builders and designers, um, what I did with them is I just started reaching out to them. I got on my social media, started following designers, yeah. uh, private messaging them, asking them you know, hey, do you need, would you like an introductory rate? I've always offered an introductory rate on the first shoot. Um, Just reaching out to people and it's almost like cold calling, Mm -hmm. you know, like back in the day, like just cold calls and being willing to just put yourself out there. I've had to really learn the ins and outs of who gets rights to the photos. Mm -hmm. It's so different than just shooting a wedding and handing images over. Now you have... um, you have a builder, you have a designer, an architect, um, multiple hands in this project, and how how do you price it? Completely different. It's right. completely different. Yeah. So a uh, lot of learning along the way. I'm definitely still learning that process, but I feel like I've got a handle on it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's It's been really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, without getting too much into the weeds on that, because I actually, yeah. I uh, before moving to Utah, I shot for a lot of different clients uh, that were banks. Mm-hmm. And in those cases, you're dealing with all sorts of regulations that you have to I get bet. approval on. Because, I mean, the federal government's involved at that point because, you know, you, there's there's different mm-hmm. um, sort of guidelines and, and things that are imposed on them that everything that they produce yeah. from a marketing perspective of any kind has to be in compliance. Right. Um, is that something that you kind of come up against in uh, – working with builders and things like that, just in, in terms of even, even what mm-hmm. you were talking about with like who has rights to it and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I'm actually finding that it's almost the other way around where I'm having to educate them okay. on, Hey, there's a copyright on these images. Mm-hmm. This uh, shoot is between me and the designer. Do you want in on it? So whoever is booking with me, I ask them, Hey, are there other people that want images as yeah. well? 
and how, you know, like, and, and I end up giving them a really, you know, good deal, or they can split the fee together or whatever, you know, we work on uh, different types of contracts that way. But it's, it's a matter of like educating them um, so that you don't end up, you know, seeing one of your images on a billboard somewhere. Sure. And you're like, hey, wait a second, who, <laughs> wait, no one asked me if right. they could use that. Yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. Um, we've, we've talked about your wedding. We've talked about your commercial, your, your interior design. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a lot that you shoot uh, outside of that, your personal stuff? Oh, personal. I wish that I shot more personal. Mm-hmm. I actually have a goal this year to do more personal stuff um, just to keep my creativity going. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely feel like those are the things that keep an artist going. So I'm actually in the process of uh, creating a company right now, Evoke Creative, and it's a workshop. Evoke? Evoke. Like Mm E-V-O-K-E? Uh-huh. Gotcha. Evoke Creative, and it's a workshop for photographers. And, um, you know, in that, it's helping me, it's making me stretch to really get creative with the styling on those shoots and... uh, I mean, I guess it's still business. It's not like a personal project, but a little bit more personal and creative than, mm-hmm. you know, just going and working for a client. So, right. yeah. Um, I want to talk about your studio okay. a little bit because uh, this, this is a studio that's in Lehigh, Utah. Yep. It's called, what is it called? The Loft Studio. The Loft Studio. Mm-hmm. Um, how did this studio come about? Was this kind <laughs> of your, was this the plan? Was to have a studio? Nope. (laughs) It was not the plan. In fact, this was, you know, it's kind of funny. Everything happened about seven years ago. I keep telling you seven years ago. (laughs) But it was about seven years ago, I just happened to run by this little antique store. And I was going to grab a prop for a photo shoot, Mm -hmm. of all things. And I am not a prop photographer. Like, I don't bring a lot of props. So this was really random for me to run in and grab this one prop. Mm -hmm. Um, Long story short, the guy there was like, hey, do you have a few minutes? Do you want to come see this space in the back area of the building? And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? So This was not a guy who knew you? No, and that was the weird part. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, are you a photographer? And I said, yeah. And he's like, well, do you have like 30 minutes? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then... And then the lady at the cash register is like, you might want to go with him. And I thought, okay, well, I'll trust you. (laughs) I'll trust you. If you're telling me to go, the funny part about it, I had purchased a film reel, like an old film reel for this photo shoot. And I thought, you know, I mean, not to judge anyone, but I thought if I'm going to this old abandoned building with this random man, and I don't know who he is, I've got this film reel, and I can like whack him over the head if I have to. Exactly. (laughs) I didn't know what was going on. So, and he's like, well, do you have 10 minutes? And I'm like, sure. So, (laughs) yeah, don't always follow strangers places, but. (laughs) So I end up going back there. We walk up these stairs to this old abandoned space. He pulls back this curtain and I see this raw space, and I'm like, oh, you're building a studio. Mm. 
And he's like, well, I want to, but I'm not a photographer and I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. What should I do? And I'm like, why are you asking me? You don't even know me. So really long story short, uh, he ends up not purchasing the building, but someone else does. And I'm already emotionally invested in like, I, I could see what I wanted to do with this space in my head. Uh, keep in mind, it was a dark, dark hole of a space Mm -hmm. and we turned it into a natural light studio. Um, so the guy that did purchase it, he, um, you know, I, I met with him and I said, Hey, you know, what are your plans for this, you know, corner lot and what are you going to do? And he's like, I don't know. I just bought it as an investment. And I'm like, well, let me tell you what you can do with it. So, so we had meetings, we met with an architect. I threw together my design. This goes back to interior design and how much I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and took about a year, year and a half between negotiations, permits, renovation, all of those things. Uh, and then 2014, it was born. Wow. <laughs> so tell us so, about the space a little bit. You said it's a natural light studio. What else? Okay. Yes. So natural light studio. Um, basically we rent it out. So initially, okay, this is the funny part. Initially I renovated it thinking, okay, if I have enough renters to cover my payment, I'm golden. Mm -hmm. Then I just have a free place to shoot. Uh, I was super naive, had no clue how much work it was going to be to run a rental property. Um, And so very quickly, I had to revamp my plan and uh, really change things up and started allowing hourly renters. And so basically, that's what it is, is you can come and rent it for an hour for a shoot. You could rent it half day. We have people that have uh, memberships with us, so they they rent it for six plus months. yeah, it's for all types of photographers. We have people who shoot newborns in there, shoot uh, boudoir, commercial photography. We've even hosted a few small weddings in there. Wow. So, cool. so yeah. Um, talk a little bit about what a studio space like that can provide a photographer that maybe just a natural location can't necessarily. What's yeah. the, what's the difference there that you that people can benefit from? Okay, yeah. So having a studio space is definitely, it gives you stability. Um, I've found that my clients take me a little more seriously because I have this professional space that Mm -hmm. I can take them to. Mm -hmm. That has been a huge benefit. Um, It's opened up doors for me to shoot editorials uh, for a couple of the local wedding magazines um, that probably otherwise wouldn't have happened. Having a space like that, it can really be like your home base, uh, just the place that you can take your clients. You know, if weather's bad, you know that you've Mm -hmm. got this space that you can go to, uh, have consultations with, all sorts of things. So um, I don't know. Does that answer your question? Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you you find that it changes how you shoot having that place? Yes. Drastically. In fact, I remember when I first started shooting in there, I, you know, obviously I'd shot in other studios before, but I had to really learn the light in there mm-hmm. because it's a natural light studio. Um, 
in fact, it's funny that you asked that because we're we're going to do a free little mini course probably in the next month. People can just stop by, ask their questions like how do how do I shoot natural light indoors? You know, because it, it is different than shooting outdoors. Mm-hmm. Um, different yet not different, if that makes sense. So it definitely has changed how I have shot things. Um, and it's interesting to hear from other photographers. They feel like, oh, I feel confined in a studio space. And, you know, but this studio is more like a, well, it's called the loft for a reason. It feels like a loft apartment or mm-hmm. a home. Lots of different angles and different um, backgrounds that yeah. you can shoot with. So it keeps things pretty fresh. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's interesting to, to have a, a studio space like that just because I think a lot of the wedding specifically, but also like family yeah. and children and all those different photographers, portrait photographers, um, rely so much on found locations and things yes. like that. Um, it almost feels like having a studio is almost like, you know, I've got my tripod, mm-hmm. I've got my these lenses, and I've got my studio. You know, it's yeah. almost like on the yes. list of your gear that you use. Yes. Um, how does that, is, is that fair to say? Is that, mm-hmm. would you agree with that? Um, yeah, well, and I feel like a lot of people, they... Um, you know, lifestyle portraiture is big right now. Mm-hmm. People want to do these in-home sessions, but they don't always want to shoot at their client's home mm-hmm. uh, for lighting reasons or to have to clean everything up. So coming to the studio, it, it gives you that feel without having to, you know, raid someone's home. Sure. So, yeah. so yeah, yeah, definitely um, part of the equipment that you were saying, you know, yeah. it's, it's good to have that That's as really part of yeah, yeah. what you have. Well, um, you mentioned you use a tripod a lot in mm-hmm. your interior work. You shoot an icon. Yes. You mentioned your 24 to 70 and your mm-hmm. 14 to 24. Do mm-hmm. um, you have any other gear that you would recommend for any of the types Anything. of photography that we've covered? Yeah. Um, honestly, I love my Sigma lenses. I love my 35 and my 50. Uh Gosh, what do I say about those lenses? I mean, any photographers listening right now, if they have them, they're like nodding their heads mm-hmm. because uh, just the clarity, the crispness, the the way it captures the light. Yeah. So those uh, specifically for portraits. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. That, that's is there? This is an interesting question, and I could be totally off base with this, so you'll have to. Uh, no, you're good. Me. Um, <laughs> Because you're, you're accomplishing two different things with portrait and with uh, yeah. interior. And interior, I would think um, you're trying to get as much of your room in focus mm-hmm. as possible. Yep. Versus portrait, you're trying to isolate, you're trying to get that bokeh feel. Low aperture. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're trying to do low aperture. Is that something that you want to avoid, those faster lenses, those those prime 1.4, 1.8s, or is it just a matter of closing that aperture For down? interiors? Yeah. Um, I don't think I avoid the faster lenses. I think it, yeah, it's just a matter of just switching up the the settings that I have. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's not just something that, you know, this type of lens is always going to be um, inferior or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, Jessica, thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Thank you. Where can people uh, find your work? Okay, you can go to my website, which is jessicawhitephotography.com. You can go to Instagram. um, It's just at jessicawhitephoto. We also have one for the studio at theloftstudio.lehigh. 
And that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, yeah. Great. Well, again, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. Thanks to Jessica for taking the time to sit down with us. You can get info on her work, plus her gear recommendations, and all things PictureLine in our show notes. The PictureLine podcast is a production of PictureLine, which is located at 305 West, 700 South in Salt Lake City, and is your source for photography equipment, education, and more. If you enjoyed this week's episode, be sure to leave a review in iTunes, as that is the best way for us to continue to grow. See you next week.